everyone. Good to be live with you. I've spent the afternoon poring over court documents all in regards to the Amish studying the, the case of a man who this summer was abruptly arrested by the feds and all of his guns seized. An Amish man, his crime was that he was selling his guns to other people. Another Amish man has uh, been threatened with arrest. His uh, meat was seized by the feds. His crime was selling his meat to other people, cows and other animals that he raised on his farm. Apparently the feds say you can't necessarily sell what you raise on your farm. In another case, there's a doctor who treats Amish people. His practice this summer was raided by the FBI. We're going to look at all three of these cases. I'm looking at you guys. Very low volume. Okay, how about now? I'm turning it up. How about this? Novo Gold, one of the sponsors of the show, has just been picked by Consumer Affairs, the rating agency, as the overall number one gold IRA company in the U.S. Talk to the team today if you're thinking of precious metals and if you're quick, they'll give away an incredible one-tenth ounce American Eagle gold-proof coin with every qualifying IRA or 401k rollover. Yep, I've got one myself. Uh, you can't go wrong with Noble Gold. Call the team now, 877-646-5347, or, uh, to find out more or visit their website, noblegoldinvestments.com, link down in my description. Tell me if my volume's better. Let's dive into it right now. So I, I've been looking at the court documents themselves. Now, nobody's seeming to report the update on a man named Reuben King, who was just arrested. Uh, Reuben King had a lot of guns. Those are, those are the little things that are protected by our Second Amendment in the Constitution. Uh, the feds didn't like that, though. Uh, here we have United States District Court. Eastern District of Pennsylvania, United States of America versus Reuben King, an Amish man from Pennsylvania. Uh, 28th of June this month, in order for the arrest of Reuben King, he was promptly arrested. And I'm going to show you the indictment between 2019 and 2022 in his hometown of Gordonville, Pennsylvania, Reuben King quote, willfully engaged in the business of dealing in firearms without being licensed to do so under the provisions of Chapter 44, Title 18 of the United States Code, Section 922. Reuben had to forfeit all of his guns and was then arrested. How many guns? Well, it appears over a 1,000 guns. The feds seized over a 1,000 guns. The ATF raided his home and snatched his guns. You can see uh, here they have a list of the firearms. Marlin Firearms Company, 989 rifle ca caliber 22. So they seized tw almost 1,022 rifles. And then they go on to list all kinds of other guns, uh, a lot of shotguns, some of them without serial numbers. Uh, scrolling through the whole list here, you can see uh, a lot of guns. Unknown rifle caliber 3006 series number, uh, Harrington and Richardson shotgun, rifles and shotguns, long list, long list, over a thousand guns, many without serial numbers. And uh, so th they're saying here, look, it just keeps on going. Goodness gracious, 
I haven't counted all these, but it's it's a lot. It is a lot of guns. Maybe it's over 2,000. I don't know. Uh, I thought I'd scroll through this entire thing for you. Uh, now, this man was first covered in January when the ATF first raided Reuben King's property. I'm not seeing any news updates about his arrest, but he was indeed arrested this summer, and today there was a hearing. Goodness gracious, you guys, this is 32 pages. I'm scrolling through the whole list, um, and then it says at the end, uh, pursuant to Title 28, United States Code, um, Title 18, Section 924, which I, I'm looking up the law here, and the law he broke is that he was not licensed to sell guns. He could face up to five years in prison is what I am reading because he was not licensed to sell guns. So that is Rubin's crime, and the ATF, you may have heard, is very concerned about Americans selling guns to each other without the government tracking the sales. I think it's very interesting. A video went somewhat viral, especially among right-wing media, of a man in Delaware who was targeted by the ATF. He had bought more than one gun, and he receives a knock on his door from the feds. Uh, I believe it was the state police, ATF, and another officer checking on his weapons. They wanted to see his guns, make sure he still had them and that he hadn't sold them, resold them to someone else. The man's ring doorbell captured video of this incident happening, and it, it, was, it was shared in the media. Why are the feds tracking your guns? Why do they have the right to come to your door? I mean, these men showed up without a warrant and tried to look at this man's gun. How's, how's my audio? My volume is still very low. Gosh, you guys, I'm going to work with a sound guy here. So the ATF is making sure that nobody buys and sells guns without the government tracking exactly what's going on. They want to know who has guns, and um, apparently they're really concerned if you have too many guns and they come knocking on your door. Now, the ATF, when they targeted the Delaware man, they said there's been a, an ongoing issue of people who are you know, legal to buy guns, buy them, and then sell them to those who aren't allowed to have guns. People buy them in the, on the black market, basically. Um, so that's why this Amish man was targeted. What do you guys think should... Should um, the feds be seizing our guns, violating our Second Amendment rights? Is it a violation of the Second Amendment? What are your thoughts? Because the Second Amendment says our government shall not infringe our right to keep and bear arms, specifically in regards to people in each state being able to form their own militia to defend uh, against government oppression. Okay, so this man in... Uh, Pennsylvania now. Another man in Pennsylvania was targeted by the feds for meat. This case is very interesting for selling meat to his friends. Why is the government getting in the way of a commercial transaction like this? But before I get to that story, the second update is this summer a doctor's office was raided. A doctor who specifically caters to the Amish. Amish come from out of town to visit this doctor who is located outside of Kansas City in Missouri. So the first news outlet to break the story was KCTV. Apparently their viewers tipped them off 
sending in pictures of the feds rolling up to this man's doctor office. Get this, he's a holistic health doctor. Watch this. Oak Grove doctor is being investigated by the FBI. Agents raided the office of Dr. David Clark yesterday morning. Clark runs the Health Plus Clinic in town. Good evening. I'm Brad Stevens. And I'm Carolyn Long. Dr. Clark is well known there in Oak Grove, especially for his work with the Amish community. KCTV 5's Sharon Chen joins us live now with what else she's learned throughout the day today. Sharon. Hi, Carolyn and Brad. Health Plus is the clinic right there behind me. And we're told that Amish people routinely visit this clinic. In fact, we saw that for ourselves today. We were also told that FBI agents were here all day yesterday. And while they're being very tight-lipped about what they were investigating here, people around here are talking plenty. Gone on camera, an FBI raid going down at the Health Plus clinic in Oak Grove. And there was a black black van and a black truck. It's what greeted Sue Moon when she arrived at her bookstore Tuesday morning. Lots of people standing in groups talking. There are lots of rumors, but I have not heard exactly just that it was the FBI. The FBI confirmed to KCTV 5 we had a lawful presence in the area regarding an investigative matter. Oak Grove police provided assistance. I heard they were carrying out stuff from Dr. Clark. Dr. David Clark runs Health Plus. On the clinic's website, he's listed as a chiropractic internist and naturopath in private practice since 1975. Health Plus described as a premier holistic alternative health and wellness center. Also on the website, it says the doctor, the Amish trust. Our cameras spotted several Amish people visiting Clark's office. They come by train or they have drivers. Sue told KCTV5 it's a well-known fact Clark is popular with the Amish. They come here from all over the country to, and they stay for a few days a lot of times. The whole family will come. So, uh, so we, I've seen all ages. She says for the most part, the doctor keeps a low profile. Well, he's been here a long time. A lot of people don't know that it's a doctor's office. A doctor's office now under federal investigation, but for what remains unclear. Sue says what is clear, this kind of thing doesn't happen in Oak Grove. I don't think this is on anybody's bingo card. Let's. Oh. Very strange. Why would the federal government, why would the FBI be dispatched to raid a holistic health practice that treats Amish people? What are holistic doctors up to? that federal agents need to raid their office. I really want to know. I looked up this case in the federal court system, and uh, there is no public documentation at this time, which at least tells me the doctor hasn't been arrested. I couldn't find any documentation of the doctor being arrested, but the feds took something from that office, and nobody knows what. And this was just briefly covered by the local news when it first happened. What's going on? I've actually reached out to that doctor's office and hope to hear back. Hopefully they'll tell their story of what the heck is going on with the feds targeting holistic health and the Amish. Now, in regards to uh, the Amish man who, whose firearms were seized, there was some coverage by um, some local news initially. Agents seize guns from Leacock Township property. Amish farmer admits sales. And you can see there a picture of the farm. Now, when this outlet 
talked to Reuben King, he, he pointed out, it says, that the government can't tell him how many guns a person may sell or over what time frame before a license is required. That is true. ATF's website talks about, um, you know, occasional sales of fi firearms are fine from your personal collection. Reuben King is saying, well, this is my personal collection. It's just a little bit bigger than other people's personal collections. Anyway, that was January when they initially seized, I guess, about 600 guns. Well, they came back for the rest just uh, about a month ago. And now uh, Reuben King's been arrested. He actually bonded out. Bail was listed at $50,000. It is going to be November, I believe, that, it, that the jury is selected. So uh, that is the case of Reuben King um, not only exercising his Second Amendment right, but uh, helping others do the same by selling guns to them. It's uh, you got to be licensed, apparently. You know, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the meme of saying, you know, people think they're free in the United States until they realize uh, they need the government's permission uh, not only to, you know, sell a gun, but to go fishing. You need the government's permission to go fishing. You need the government's permission to drive a car. You need the government's permission to get married. Are you really free if you can't do anything without the government prying into your business? And as it turns out, you need the government's permission to sell meat from your cows to your neighbors. As reported in this small community in Pennsylvania, another farmer named Amos Miller has been fined uh, $250,000, as reported by the local news. I'm going to uh, show this to you guys. Uh, Amos Miller lives about six or seven minutes away from Reuben King in the Amish community of Pennsylvania, a lot of Amish in Pennsylvania. Um, and they, they would take the train down to Missouri to get treated for illnesses by a holistic doctor there. And it's just weird that the FBI raided the doctor that these people go to but anyways these guys these these two farmers who've been targeted in pennsylvania are basically neighbors one for guns one for meat this is a uh, return to now.net is the news outlet a really interesting article they wrote though the headline amish farmer faces two hundred fifty thousand dollar fine jail time and losing his sustainable farm for processing his own meat and uh, they talk about how he actually has 4,000 customers in his private members-only food-buying club. Amos, Mil uh, Amos Miller has a website, and people have to sign up and agree that they know that this is, um, you know, just fresh off, fresh off the land meat. It's not government-regulated meat. And they still want to eat it. And it's grass-fed and it's organic. And these people agree to this. Word has been spreading so much because people are craving uh, meat that is not regulated by the government. So he had 4,000 customers across the nation. He was shipping meat everywhere. And I guess he was doing a little too good a business. The feds show up. USDA says, hey, hey, hey. So the article says uh, a couple of weeks ago, and this, this article was uh, written in April 
and I looked up the court documents for the latest on this as well, but the article says a couple of weeks ago a federal judge told Miller to cease and desist all meat sales and send armed they sent armed US marshals to search his property, farm his farm store and his freezers. They took an inventory of all the meat to make sure he doesn't sell any or slaughter any more animals. Last summer, the judge also ordered Miller to pay $250,000 for contempt of court and said he was also uh, will also have to pay the salaries of the USDA investigators assigned to his case, 50000 of which was due last week as a good faith payment to avoid jail. Slaughtering and processing the meat he raises on his farm and selling it fresh frozen to members of his private food buying club who've all signed contracts stating they understand the meat is not processed in USDA-inspected plants or treated with USDA-required chemical preservatives because that's how they want it and the very reason that they are willing to go to such great lengths to get it. But the USDA thinks his customers are too stupid to think for themselves and needs them to come in and protect them from themselves. You probably don't know because I didn't until Miller told me that all USDA licensed processing plants are required to treat all meat, even the local grass-fed organic variety, with synthetic preservatives. Miller said, quote, often they use citric acid, which you think comes from oranges or lemons, but it is a modified substance made from corn, and they don't even have to label it on the meat. The USDA processing plant requires the meat to be treated with a chemical cocktail of citric acid, lactic acid, and uh, parasitic acid, uh, said a customer who handles Miller's website. The parasitic acid is is toxic and the citric and lactic are GMO. So that is insane. That is crazy. I did not know this, that apparently you can be buying, you know, I like to go to Whole Foods because they have a lot of organic and grass-fed foods. So I go there and buy meat that's labeled grass-fed organic and there's nothing in there about synthetic and GMO preservatives because apparently the government doesn't even have to list that they're sneaking in toxins into your meat. So once your farm is listed as as uh, an official USDA-inspected farm, that allows the USDA to sneak, sneak toxins into your meat. And because Amos Miller doesn't want to do that, He's getting raided by the feds and fined and having his meat seized. This is insanity. Uh, one, uh, one local news reporter actually went out to Amos Miller's farm, which I've reached out to his farm too. I'm still waiting to hear back. Hopefully I can get an interview with either Amos Miller or, one, or someone from his farm. But uh, because due to his deep religious beliefs, um, I guess a lot of Amish don't believe in going on camera at all. They think that's sinful to go on camera. So anyway, this reporter went out there and interviewed Amos Miller, but they're filming his feet because he does not he does not uh, go on camera. Anyway, here it is, and he talks a little bit about it. We are um, Miller's Organic Farm, and 
private membership association about uh, eight years ago. I uh, started doing this. My father was in it in 2000, and the year of 2000, he, he met uh, Sally Fallon with the Weston A. Price Foundation. She was looking for farmers producing whole nutrient-dense foods, and my, far, my, my father was uh, a pioneer in organic farming, and he liked the idea of uh, producing nutrient-dense foods to consumers that are concerned about their health. Uh, Weston A. Price Foundation is going around the countryside trying to promote, get people to eat food like uh, we have uh, in our grandfather's days, maybe back in the 1930s and 40s where they ate right off the farm and made their own butter and, and made their own cheese and the cheese went out uh, the way from, went to the pigs and they had their own pigs and, and their own chickens uh, and, and they ate quite healthily and we've got away from that and uh, now people are looking back look at that he sells chicken meat as well and i believe they're eggs but to eat a chicken that's been the chicken has been living off of the grass and the bugs and the and the fresh nature the chicken is living off of nature instead of eating synthetic grains never seeing the light of day living on a, under a light bulb in a small cage um, the, the USDA doesn't like that. USDA doesn't like you to eat healthy chickens, you see. Back to see where, why we have so many diseases and, and, it's, and we have this high sugar diet and, and they're finding out it's coming from the foods we eat and now uh, Wesley Price is educating about a high fat diet and basically how our grandfathers used to be farmers and now they're looking for products that produce it that way and that's what Miller's Organic Farm Association, uh, private membership association is about where we try to use organic practices and and supply only to private members. We don't sell uh, to the public. So we have people coming to the farm. We also do uh, co-ops um, where, where we take orders and people go to a certain area and pick up their orders. Uh, let me see, we get into to cow, uh, goat, sheep, camel, and water buffalo uh, dairy uh, products, and um, people prefer to have it raw, not pasteurized. Uh, pasteurizing can kill certain enzymes and bacteria, which we need to thrive on. Uh, so if you don't, if you eat only uh, raw milk, um, you don't kill those uh, good enzymes that you need for that you need to have to consume other other uh, products. Try to have a healthy gut and you need good bacteria to, to feed the gut, to, to, to feed the, the cells and, and, and the other parts of your body to, to maintain it without uh, lots of other, other um, pharmaceuticals so forth. So basically we're just trying to get back to how our grandfathers lived uh, years ago. Oh, no. He said without pharmaceuticals. That's where they got him. You see, you can't live life without pharmaceuticals. <laughs> or the FDA, FDA, USDA, the feds are going to come for you. And they came for Amos Miller. They seized his meat um, and they fined him. And, not, and they forced him to stop selling his his meat and um, some of his animal products for a while. He has a 
uh, GoFundMe, which I've linked down in my description. I have links to everything I'm talking about down in my description. Help Amos Miller save our traditional foods. So they're not only they're fining him, but they're forcing him to stop creating revenue, stop selling you know, what creates his livelihood. So big financial suffering for this guy. So this GoFundMe has raised over 100000 from all the people who actually support healthy food off the land. And he talks in this in this uh, GoFundMe page about how, you know, God is God is providing the sunshine and the rain and, and the crops are growing great. The animals are healthy. And uh, so everything, there's a great food supply where he's at. It's just the federal government who's getting in the way of the food supply right now. No f- food shortage to be seen except the fact that the, the feds are forcing him not to uh, get this food ready for the public. So he thinks that's very strange, especially when he's not just selling this to any member of the public. The, this is a private group w- club, which you can join his club, but you have to sign off saying, yeah, I, I agree that – you grow your foods very organically, uninspected, animals living off the land, um, grass-fed, and we understand that, that, that the feds and the USDA are not involved, and we're going to eat your food anyway. In fact, this 4,000 strong of us want that. I'm not one of them, by the way. I just discovered this story, but now seeing it, I'm like, well, I, I like the idea myself of eating food that is not controlled by the government. So anyway, he writes in, in his uh, his own words here, I guess uh, someone writing for him, because I think the Amish don't believe in using the Internet either. But anyway, someone wrote this for him. Um, I, I guess he told them to write this. But anyway, to our many faithful members of the Amos Miller's Organic Farm, it appears that the final chapter in our court case with the USDA will soon be coming to a close. We thank God for his guidance on this long journey and look forward to the future with hope and joy. We will go through a period of several weeks during which we will be required by court order to halt our sales of meat and poultry products. Our coordinators will take no orders for meat products except Water buffalo, rabbit, and fish during this time. Our hopes and prayers are that limitations will be lifted shortly thereafter. We will certainly notify you of any changes as they occur. In the meantime, we ask that you continue with with, uh, us in prayers for the future of this operation and the purity and density of the food we make available to you. Amos will be attending a follow-up court hearing. So that court hearing was in April, and looking at me, looking at court uh, documents today, um, there's more updates on what is going on with this. So it's just interesting that the Fed specifically ordered him to cease with cease the operations with chickens and cows, which the government in America loves to control the you know chicken and cow supply, which it, those are the foods most Americans are used to eating is beef and chicken. Um, but they're allowing this man just to continue with meat products that involve water, buffalo, rabbit, and fish. Why are the feds regulating um, chicken and beef products? Nevertheless, they are. Now, if you look at the court documents, they're very strange. I'm going to bring them up on the screen now. The federal government is actually arresting his meat, not him. This is a, quote, order authorizing warrant of arrest. United States of America plaintiff versus 
Who's the defendant? The defendant is, quote, 1,576 pounds more or less of poultry carcasses. Yeah, that's the name of one defendant. The second defendant is 274 pounds more or less of chicken feet, heads, and livers, gizzards, and carcass trimmings. Defendant number three, 650 pounds more or less of a beef carcass and two beef heads. And defendant number four, six. 100 pounds more or less of hog carcasses. Oh, yeah, that's the other product that the government wants to regulate is is pork. You know, Americans love to eat beef, pork, and chicken. That's what the feds don't want people buying from Amos Miller. They want to make sure that Americans don't get any idea, apparently, that they can get something cleaner and fresher than that, than what they're getting from the USDA regulated stuff. I just think it's very strange um, that why why are the feds arresting his hundreds of pounds of meat? It's very rare to hear of, of products or, or products being arrested rather than the person, but this is actually something that occasionally happens. It's called... Uh, the the term is called in rem. It's Roman law. It basically, or it originates from Roman law. Obviously, it's U.S. law. Um, it's a type of lawsuit brought against a piece of property itself instead of the owner of the property. I just think it's very strange that they're doing that. Um, talking about, yeah, he, he admits to to this so he responded he got a lawyer he responded saying yes i admit to to selling these products um and it went all the way through the court but now uh i guess the uh, the court case was finalized in april and he immediately filed an appeal i was reading through his appeal documents and now amos miller is representing himself it says, quote, comes now Amos Miller in propria persona, uh, the defendant, that means he's representing himself, in the above title cause and hereby notices the clerk of courts uh, in, or in regards to the judge's termination on May 6th of this year in a telephone hearing that Amos Miller does not have the right to choose his own attorney or operate in propria, uh, in propria persona, which means representing himself, if he so chooses. Judge is in error. Judge will, was acting irrationally and beyond the confines of public policy. So in Amos Miller's appeal, um, which was filed May of this year, he's now representing himself. And he's saying that the judge actually told him he doesn't have a right to choose his own attorney or represent himself. This is insanity. Um so he's fighting back, and for some reason this page pops up in a separate window where I am not even able to show this to you on my screen. But what the heck are these shenanigans? Now the judge is messing with him, saying that he can't choose the attorney he wants? Is is this rigged or what? Um I checked his website, let me just say that, and I'm seeing beef on there. So I don't know if I don't know if he's selling beef again or 
or if it's just on there. But you can see he has got his beef, his website, AmosMillerOrganicFarm.com. You have to register and, and, you know, sign off in order to start ordering this fresh food. But he mentioned in, in that little interview that he started coordinating with Weston A. Price Foundation. If you guys are interested in um, learning more about toxic ingredients in animal products, the government's involvement in our foods, uh, in our foods, the propaganda um, in regards to what is and isn't healthy for you. I recommend checking out Weston A. Price Foundation. Um, I have read some of what they have to say, and it's an amazing resource on uh, what's actually good for you. They, they dig way into all the science around animal products, and um, it's very fascinating and horrifying to see, you know, some of the propaganda in regards to what's good and not good for you. If you saw my uh, Instagram story the past few days, I was shouting out fake milk. Whole Foods had, I went to Whole Foods and they gave me some, a product called Not Milk, this white liquid that's supposed to taste like milk, but it is not milk at all. First ingredient is sunflower oil. So you're actually drinking a bunch of oil, but here's the thing. That is a seed oil, and seed oils are very fragile when they're subjected to heat, as all oils are in the processing to prepare them to go on a store shelf. They become rancid. So seed oils are rancid when you buy them. And then when you consume those, you're sending free radicals through your body, which creates oxidized cholesterol, which leads to heart disease. So it's the plant products that are associated with heart disease, not the meat products. Uh, yet there has been an incredible amount of propaganda over the past century and lazy media reporting that's allowed the demonization of meat products and all kinds of propaganda saying that these seed oils are good for you when they're not. If the seed oil is coming straight out of a, a raw sunflower plant, then yes, it is good for you. But by the time it's been processed and hits the store shelves, it's rancid, toxic. Um, so it's incredible that Whole Foods is selling rancid oils full of free radicals as a substitute for milk. Weston A. Price Foundation uh, has a lot of resources on this in regards to raw milk and the benefits of raw milk as well, which has been demonized like crazy. Um, what a fascinating case. Um, I guess a Amos Miller is still fighting this now. Uh, at, at last check, representing himself, the uh, court documents stop. Uh, there's, there's no updates now on whether did he finally find a, a lawyer, a better lawyer, what's going on. The last document was that, you know, the courts were sending something to his lawyer and we never hear back. So I don't know what the latest is with Amos Miller, but I've reached out to his farm to see if I can get some real updates on that case. Uh, interesting that this is all going down as we are hearing of these food shortages and we're seeing USDA-regulated um, chicken farms get shut down like crazy. You know, millions of chickens killed, literally, uh, 
it's said that that the flu is found on a chicken farm, so we've got to slaughter millions of chickens. Um, and this has all happened in the past few months. What the heck is going on? Yet Amos Miller's uh, farm is healthy. Um, now that man, um, fr- that man on YouTube who interviewed Amos Miller, it's penlive.com is the YouTube channel. They mention here um, Amos Miller uh, describes his farm, raw milk from the farm in Upper uh, Leacock Township, Lancaster County, was linked to two illnesses resulting in one death in 2014, according to investigations by the Federal uh, Food and Drug Administration. So apparently someone died in 2014, and it was somehow associated with his farm. But why are they raiding him now in the pandemic? It doesn't make sense. So let me know your thoughts on all this. And again, I've linked uh, more details on these cases down in my description. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we'll see you guys tomorrow.